Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Well, uh, football's going on. The leaves are turning, and yes, fall is here. Somebody just forgot to tell Mother Nature about the temperatures. But that will change. we got some cooler stuff coming down the road. But i uh, got a pretty warm weekend. But uh, nonetheless, lots of activities to take part in, fishing, hunting, all outdoors stuff. And uh, thank you for joining us on your way or at the camp or home or the plant or wherever you happen to be. Lots of busy show this morning. And Got several stories. One we're going to talk about is a young man uh, from Louisiana who shares his name with the town he lives in, and he has brought a big fishing honor to the Bayou State. We'll talk about him. Plus, we have results of last weekend's Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club's Falling Tide Tournament, uh, one of the biggest tournaments in the entire world for kayakers. Had some pretty tough conditions. We'll recap it with Captain Eric Mohabarak of the Louisiana Kayak Company. Also, if you missed the change the Louisiana Fishing and Hunting License we talked about with Department of Wildlife and Fisheries under Secretary Brian McClinton last week with regard to the new deer and turkey tagless tagging program and a new way to carry a license. We'll update that for you. Also, uh, you have Halloween weekend plans. Got some hunting or fishing on tap. Uh, I know we got a special veterans deer hunt season. Uh, we got waterfowl season opening up in Arkansas. In fact, the Bayou Wild Crew will be up there for a speckle belly Cajun invasion. But if you don't have any plans and you like to take your kids out for a little bit of trick or fishing, uh, there's a special event planned for next weekend, and I'll tell you how you can get involved in that. We'll also take a little radio trip around the coast, uh, getting some up-to-the-minute fishing reports from this week, and some of them are very good to excellent. We'll get that from our field staff as well as you, the audience. We invite you to text in your reports, your comments, and your questions to our in-studio text line at 504 504- Two six zero one eight seventy, and of course for your listening enjoyment and uh, for hearing about criminals brought to justice, we present the case of a turtle launderer. All that's still to come. Coastal marine forecast: If you're going to get out in what looks like a pretty rainless day along the greater Gulf Coast, uh, east winds offshore ten to fifteen, two to four foot seas offshore. By the way, that red snapper season is still open. On the inside waters today, you're looking at southeast winds five to ten. Some smooth conditions tomorrow, kind of a repeat, but that wind direction will be more southeasterly offshore, still 2 to 4. Southeast winds 10 to 15 on the inside, but some smooth conditions. About a 20% chance of rain tomorrow. Average tide range just underneath a foot, so you got some pretty good water movement there. Mississippi River is at 3.8 on the gauge, and a tendency to rise a little bit, but that's lower than it has been in many, many falls, so we're glad to see that. 
So we got all this coming up. we got Robbie Campo coming up next. He's in Shell Beach. We'll get his fishing report for you. Don't forget, shoot us a text. We'd like to know who you are, where you are, what you got going on this October Saturday morning. And we were listening to The Outdoors with Don DeVue, Radio Network. And as good a place as any to start is Campos Marina down in St. Bernard Parish at Shell Beach. And we talked to to Robbie Campo to get a fishing report. And, Robbie, man, I'll tell you, I talked to a lot of people today that really got in on the trout. Not a lot of big trout, but, boy, they're mixing up the whites and the specks. And it seems like the pattern was they were at the edges of the bayous getting ready to make that transition fully into the marsh. But they're just not quite there yet. They're still along the edges. What are you hearing from your fishermen? Well, you know, Don, uh, pretty much basically the same thing. Um, you know, right over here at Shell Beach was, you know, early part of the week we had, you know, we had 15 knot winds out of the north, northeast, uh, and it blew like that all the way to Thursday. Um, it calmed down Thursday. Thursday they started to catch the fish, but the water was still a little bit dirty. Yesterday they did they did a whole lot better yesterday um, in places like, uh, you know, right here by the old fort, um, the bus cut up toward Proctor's Point, and even around the, uh, the shoreline, the, the eastern shoreline of Lake Bourne, going down to St. Marlow and, you know, uh, up in the, you know, up on that eastern shoreline there, going all the way to False Mouth. They caught some, they caught some really nice speckled trout, but they did have a lot of throwbacks in them. Uh, people that went and fished underneath the birds, they had some birds diving, I guess some schools of shrimp on the lake or whatever, and uh, it was a lot of young trout underneath them, a lot of juvenile trout, but for the most part, you know, everybody had fun, and they, you know, they caught a ton of fish. You just had to throw, you know, keep them one out of five. Uh, a lot of white trout mixed in them, like like you said, uh, over by the dam. They're still playing white trout over there. Um, you know, they, we're starting to see a few more fish showing up in that Bluffy Marsh, uh, in that Bluffy Marsh area out there over the oyster reefs. But that's not quite the, you know, the, just the ticket yet. But um, I think you know the next cold front that passes through, I think that's going to be a a uh, game changer, um, you know. Uh, live shrimp seems to be the seems to be what they biting on because that's what you know. We got a lot of shrimp up through the marshes and around the Mister Go here, you know, and filtering back and forth through these bayous and these trout are, you know, they eat and they hungry. And hey, man, look, you got a beautiful weekend. Get your head out of bed and get on down here. Hook the left at the bridge and come on down and see us. We got Valero's rodeo today, uh, fishing rodeo. So uh, if you want to fish that, you can. It's open to the public. Anyone can fish it. Um, you know, uh, next week starts the World Series Redfish Cup. And keep that in mind. If You know, you're going you're gonna to see a lot of these guys out there. They're competing for a bunch of money. So you're going to have these guys running around. So keep all that in mind. Um, uh, Paris Road Bridge is open. No closures this morning on that deal. So no reason not to come on down fishing. Come on to St. Bernard. we got a lot to offer down here. Like I said, hook the left at the bridge and come and see us. You know, Robbie, this is the time of year where some people just start fishing. You know, some people just do not like the heat and, and the hot temperatures in the summer and getting out in the sun. But uh, now when the days start getting a little bit shorter and the breeze is a little cooler out there in the water, water temperatures start to cool off. This is when a lot of people really start their fishing, at least those that don't hunt or they got to split their time between hunting and fishing. I'm sure you're going to start to see a lot of faces you hadn't seen in a while down there. Absolutely. And, you know, Don, um, I, you know, we talked about this uh, at, right after um, Ida passed through, and I've, I've met a lot of great people, that's, you know, coming this way from 
you know, that, that fish, you know, they tell me they fish the Cocodri area, they fish uh, Fouchon, they fish Grand Isle, and they fish, you know, anything west of the river that's that's kind of messed up over that way. And, you know, they said, man, you know, everything's just, a, you know, it's just blown apart. And, you know, um, and I have met a lot of great people that come from that way. And, you know, we welcome you to come on over and, and check us out and see what we're about. And, you know, um, you know, like I said, you know, there's plenty of room for fishing, so let's come on down. And like I said, hook that left at the bridge and come on down to see us. You know, I went through some of that area this week passing through, and, boy, I tell you, there's a lot of big trees and uh, devastation. So the roads are clear, but, you know, there's still a lot of cleanup to do down there. Some of the launches were devastated. Some may never come back. Others are going to take a, a lot of repair. And today I'm headed even further down towards Dulage to do a little bit of dove hunting. And people that are fishing there tell me, you know, the fishing's good, but it's just there's no infrastructure there. There's no bait. There's no launches. Uh, some places don't have electricity yet, for, you know, way down. So, uh, you know, thank God we got such a big variety of, of places to go in the state. You know, if one place is down, you know, people can find another. And, and good thing that you guys are up and full running. Absolutely, Don. You know, and, and like I said, you know, people are going to fish regardless of where they have to go to go do it. And, and you know, and look, their, their Ida was our Katrina. We've been there. We know what it's about. So, yeah, you know, um, uh, and it's you know very important. I mean, things happen, you know, and you can't control where they go, where these storms go. But hey, look, we're here. We're waiting on you. It's a Saturday morning. It's beautiful out here. So uh, we got a lot of patchy fog on the roads. So you keep that in mind when you're driving in on that four-lane highway up in Judge Perez. There's a lot of patchy fog. So keep that in mind. Take your time. Come on down here. Get here one piece, and we're going to get you going. I promise you. And, you know, a suggestion to people that have had a lot of devastation and damage, you know, give it a break. You know, I know everybody's in a hurry to get their stuff back, but you run yourself into the ground. you got to take a little time in a day on a pretty day like today to get out and catch some fishes. Uh, certainly a, a break from all that uh, misery and, and, and drudgery that's going to take place. So get out, fish, enjoy this weather. Robbie, thanks for the report. As always, my friend, we'll catch up with you next week. Okay, Don. Talk to you later, buddy. Bye-bye. Uh, Robbie Campo at uh, Shell Beach. Campo's Marina is the name of the place. Just crossed that little Wyklosky Bridge, and as he says, hang a left. All right, we uh, got some text messages coming in. Let's see what our listeners are doing this morning. Uh, we got uh, Ed Miller, one of our regular listeners from Wilmer, Alabama. He's going to make sure his flintlocks are sighted in. Flintlocks, really, Ed? You should, you're one of the last people maybe still hunting with an old flintlock. That's uh, certainly old school and a great tradition. Now the... Uh, those single-shot, you know, primitive arms aren't so primitive, but, uh, hey, you know, it's all all good. All right, we got uh, 6223 is headed to the crab boat. Go get you some of those nice, big, fat blue crabs. And we got uh, a fisherman from, uh, he's 4217, reporting from Galliano. One of the areas hit pretty hard by Ida. And still catching half limits of bass and redfish on purple and black buzzbaits and the spinnerbaits. Life's still good. Yes, it is. And, boy, nothing better to catch a bass on than a big buzzbait. Gets busted up on top of the water. I can see it now. All right, coming back after this, more of your text messages. Those people who text us use 504-260-1870. We invite you to use it. We'll share some of those texts and also tell you about Trick or Fish for Halloween. Back with that right here on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. 
All right, we uh, take uh, text messages uh, live and direct into the studio at 504-260-1870. And this one creates kind of a little picture here. It says, good morning. As the dawn now escapes our reach, you always arrive promptly at 5 a.m. So glad you are. (laughs) I'm glad I'm here, too. Thanks for that little note. Uh, Here's one, uh, the River Rat, one of our regular listeners. He's driving the big rig to Florida today. Be careful on that run, Rat. And Justin in the Gentilly Wildlife Refuge. Hurricane Ida dislodged a corner of his roof. Within days, the pigeons that had roosted there for years returned. All all wildlife is precious. Pigeons are pain, and you know what. Well, even pigeons have a place in this world. Some people call them rats with wings. Uh, They kind of get a little messy. But, hey, they're great for training dogs. And they even actually have some wild pigeons that that people hunt. They're pretty pretty good dogs. Pretty good targets, too, kind of like doves. All right, we have the Backstrap Stacker checking in from Clark County, Alabama. He's headed out to shoot some wild pigs this morning. Go get that bacon. Got a nice chill in the air sitting uh, at 47 degrees in the piney woods of Alabama this morning. Yeah, we need more of that. And here's one from, oh, a long voice from the past, Francis DeRosa. How you doing, Francis? Falgu Marina is open. Fishing is awesome. Well, I'm going to be right down in that area later on today and maybe get to talk to some of the fishermen. Uh, good luck to all of you headed out there fishing. Good news that that Falgu Marina is open. Very popular place for fishing down in the Lake Decad and those bayou areas. All right, Halloween is fast approaching. Uh, it's kind of a, a, a landmark for hunters. You know, you got all your small game, rabbit, squirrel. Uh, Bow season's open in most areas for deer. i got a special Veterans Day hunt next uh, Saturday. And also we've got a little bit of waterfowl action, uh, fall fishing's in. If you would like to do something with your kids in addition to putting on a mask, who, aren't we tired of wearing masks yet, and shaking a bag to get some candy, uh, there's a trick or fish for Halloween program, and it's part of the Get Out and Fish program at the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fishery sponsors. They will be stocking all 17 community fishing sites with adult-sized, ready-to-fry channel catfish for Halloween weekend. So you want to get your fishing gear together, bring your friends and your family. There's absolutely no charge. You just need to be properly licensed and do the get-out-and-fish thing. Uh, some of those locations are really are good. I've seen some pictures uh, people bringing home, you know, a half a dozen so nice, big, fat channel cats. And now the one in the Homa area, if you want to find those places, there's 17 of them, go to the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries website. And look for the Get Out and Fish program. When you click that on, there's a geographic map of the state of Louisiana, and each one is marked on there. And most of the whole state has one that's not far to travel. The one in Homa, it's called the Bayou Country Sports Complex. Uh, from 8 to noon, uh, they're going to have some rods and reels for the participants to borrow. Normally, you bring your own equipment, and they don't supply that. But because of a lot of people lost their equipment during Hurricane Ida, that area was very hard hit. Uh, there will also be some volunteers there to offer tips on catching a catfish, helping you rig out, especially you single moms or single dads that aren't really familiar with fishing and you want to get your kids and teach them how to do it and you're not real sure. This is a great place to start, and you can go home with some really good uh, catfish. And they, the good thing is they, they hit just about anything. You can bring worms. You can bring the stink baits, uh, livers, chopped livers. You can use... Uh, Chicken parts, dead shrimp is a real favorite, just about anything. They, they're scent feeders, bottom feeders, and uh, great eating, too, by the way. Also got this word in this week from uh, Danica Williams. 
The New Orleans City Park Big Bass Rodeo, the oldest freshwater fishing event in the entire nation, uh, is back on the schedule again. After taking a hiatus because of the COVID, uh, the pandemic, they had to cancel it. But Saturday, March 26th, it is scheduled. Mark that date on your calendar if you like to fish that. In fact, New Orleans City Park, with all those miles of shoreline in those lagoons, offers some really good freshwater fishing. There's some pretty huge bass in there. There's a lot of panfish. There's catfish. There's a pretty good mix in there. But Saturday, March 26th, and we'll have more and more details on it, how to get signed up and what the prize structure is. It's really geared towards kids, but there's adults that fish it too. It's a great time, and this one is going to be dedicated to a very special friend of mine who we lost this past year, Kay Florange. Uh, she was known as the Rod and Reel Gal. Uh, she used to contact me to put the word out, people who had rods and reels that either they were upgrading theirs or they might need a little bit of repair or they had stopped fishing or they came across them some kind of way and just had an overabundance and they wanted to donate them to, to needy children who didn't have it. She would get them fix them up, and, and distribute those. And that's how she got the name, the Rod and Reel Gal. Kay Florane, very instrumental in that city park rodeo and a pretty heck of a good fisherman, too. So we got lots more to talk about as we get to that, but you might want to mark that down. Uh, it's a really great event, New Orleans City Park, Big Bass Rodeo, Saturday, March 26th. All right, uh, let's see. Dulage has electricity and gas. I'm glad to hear that, too. Yeah, things are finally coming back. All right, when we come back, speaking of coming back after this, we got some more of your text messages to share. And if you missed it last week, we had Secretary, Undersecretary Brian McClinton from Louisiana Wildlife and Fisheries. We didn't have a lot of time for him, and he kind of ran through that text-to-tag program. I'll go over that for you a little bit slower. And also, a new way. You don't have to carry a hunting license in your pocket anymore. You can do it on your phone. We'll explain how to do that right after this time out on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network do uh, remind you red snapper are fair game in state and federal waters right now as far as the state it is now open seven days a week four per person instead of the two that was open during the normal season Uh, it has been extended into the fall because we did not reach the quota and at least the estimated quota and will remain open until that is determined that we have reached a quota and you keep listening and I'll let you know as soon as that happened but for right now it's fair game uh now for the uh the federal waters uh, the uh before the, the hire the uh, in other words the charter boat guys um you know that's a, that's a different story it's going to it, it reopened on October the 15th and is set to close at 12:01 a.m. on November the 6th so remember, there's two different seasons there, are regulations. as recreational private boat owners, and then you have the charter captains. And the charter captains have a set date of November 6th, but the uh, recreational fishing for Louisiana and other Gulf anglers is going to go until, that's for Louisiana now. Other states, uh, some of them caught their limit, some didn't. you got to check with your local state if you're not a Louisiana fisherman. But you got four per day per person, and it's still a 16-inch minimum size. Boy, I saw some nice big ones came in this week, too. All right, uh, we'll be right back, uh, and I'm going to talk about this uh, new tagless tagging program for your deer and turkey and also uh, how to get your license on your phone where that's all you need to carry and not have the paper in your pocket. We'll be back to do that right after we pause 10 seconds for our local stations to identify themselves along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. The Louisiana Wildlife and Fisheries Text to Tag program officially started on October the 12th, 
and is continuing. You can now tag and validate your deer or turkey harvest from your smartphone using a text or website immediately after you take the animal. Now, you need to log in and create an account, which will become permanent, at louisianaoutdoors.com. And then you select e-tag, text-to-tag to enroll. And then just follow the steps. It's going to ask you your name, address, mail and address, phone number, how old you are, when you were born, what your weight, your height, all that stuff they think they need to know. And then it will ask you to confirm your identity. And if you if it is you, you push one, yes, that's me, two, it's not me. Then they ask you if you have moved the animal. Now, you remember, you've got to apply a tag. And up to this point, it had to be a paper tag. As soon as the animal was killed, from the area where you killed it, you had to tag it before you could even remove it. Can't throw it in the truck, drive to the hunting lease, or camp, or someplace at home, and then tag it. It's got to be tagged before it's moved. Now, if you have moved it, you got to exit and use your regular paper tags. Now, if you have not moved it, then you hit continue, and then you just you know hit text. And then it'll prompt you. It'll ask you for your tag number. It's going to ask you whether it's a buck or a doe. Same information that's going to be when you validate your tag. The date, the parish where you took it, whether it was on public or private land, and the deer harvest area. You know, we've got nine areas in Louisiana, and it's going to ask you where that was. So once you verify your responses, then it's going to ask you to either validate or start over. You push one to validate, and then you get a text back to confirm that you've successfully tagged the animal, validated, and you're all ready to move it. So if you don't want to continue to carry paper tags, which can be wet, can fall off, they don't have any really waterproof ones like they used to have, uh, then now you can do it immediately with your phone. But remember, it's very important. you got to do it as soon as you take the animal. There's also a way to do a similar on a website, but the, the text is certainly going to be easier. Also on LA Wallet now, which you can put a lot of things on there, uh, your hunting and fishing license can be put on your LA Wallet app on your phone. So if you're out fishing, hunting, and you've got your phone, which most people do, you don't have to carry a paper license with you. You just show them that and you're covered. So uh, making things just a little easier as uh, technology progresses uh you know i don't know some people still want to stay old school because you know when those apps fail or your phone falls in the water what do you do at that point anyway that's just some things to to think about all right we're going to be talking to several of our field reporters you know last weekend down in empire delta marina was the headquarters for the catch photo and and uh release tournament called falling tide it's a big kayak tournament one of the biggest in the state i think it's the bayou coast kayak fishing club's oldest one uh, our kayak reporter, uh, Eric Mahabarak, was there. He's going to have a full report on how that went. Also give us a little report for you paddling fishermen. And when we come back after this break, we're going to uh, go out west. We'll talk to Captain Kirk, find out how the fishing is out in Big Lake area, Calcasieu. Man, they have been slamming some big reds over there and also some speckled trout. Man, it's all on over there. Well, And also I want to find out, I've got some reports of some duck sightings. Uh, this big full moon brought a bunch of birds in. Uh, not quite ready for the season to open yet, but they're starting to fill in, and that's some good news. All right, we'll be right back after this with Captain Kirk on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. 
Saturday morning, we take a little trip down to Calcasieu area, Hackberry Rod and Gun, where we talk to Captain Kirk Stansel to get the latest fishing information and soon-to-be hunting information. Captain Kirk, well, we got a good-looking weekend ahead of us today, man, and I've been looking at your uh, your dock, and, man, you have had some beautiful trout and some big red redfish of every size, really, all the, the, the rats on up to the bulls, yeah. everything's showing up down there. There's a there's a lot of oversized redfish. I mean, you, you're, we go out every day and you're throwing back, uh, you know, over the slot reds, and, and quite a few of those. The slot the ones in the slot are the ones that are hard to come by. You know, every now and then you'll get in a spot where you'll have a few, but it's hard to find one spot like you normally can this time of year and just just wear them out. You got to hit different areas, different spots uh, to catch the redfish. But they're you know, but there's redfish all over. They're just not ganged up. Kirk, when you get the customers down there, what would you say is the breakdown on those that say, we were after trout, and those that say, oh, we want redfish, and then those that say, we'd like a combination? Where, where does it lie? What is the majority like? Well, everybody wants all of it, that's for sure. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I would say it's about 75% people want trout, 25 reds, you know, to go after first. Mm-hmm. And at this time of year, we get quite a few people want flounder, and they're starting to show up a little bit. Starting to, the the uh, the males, the smaller ones are hitting the ship channel now, and with a few females in there, but most of them are fairly small, uh, anywhere from you know ten inches up to about fourteen, fifteen inches are the bigger ones on the channel right now. But the ones coming Perfect. out of the marsh, some of these cuts and drains have some 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 nice flounder on them. Yeah. Well, I've caught a couple nice ones with you there, too. Um, for fishermen that are pulling the boat down there and headed down there, give me your typical day. What's it like once you get the boat in the water? What are you heading? Where are you heading? What are you looking for? And how are you rigged up? Uh, I'm going I'm to have a live shrimp rig with a popping cork, of course, on one rod. But I'm going to throw a quarter-inch, uh, not quarter-inch, quarter-ounce jig head with a uh, – Either a Little John or a Down South Lure. The, uh, so I'll, I'll be throwing one of those. Uh, you look for birds kind of early in the morning and uh, you can work the birds. Uh, reefs, you know, there, there's quite a few reefs that are on, you know, you can find on, that are on your GPS or on the local map. Uh, you know, like Big Jack, Chenier Reef, uh, Brad Vincent Reef, those reefs. Fish are on the reef right now. And, uh, I mean, it really, it, uh, drains that are coming out of the marsh. The fish are everywhere. To tell you the truth, right? It's that time of yeah. year. I mean, it's anywhere from Turner's Bay all the way to the jetties, you're going to catch fish. The trout are in the lake. Uh, redfish on the jetties. Uh, redfish in the marsh. It's. Uh, I mean, it, it's happening. It's October. Yes, it is. Now, when will that pattern change when those fish might get more up into the interior ponds and, and deeper cuts in the marsh itself? How long do we have before you think that will happen? Yeah, it all depends on the weather as it comes along. You know, the you know, rain is one factor here, uh, cold weather. And it, I've seen it, you know, by Thanksgiving, it's, you know, pretty much this pattern over with. I've seen this pattern go into, you know, mid-December. But generally, generally Thanksgiving, mid-December, it'll be over Mm-hmm. Uh, Kirk, I'm looking, and it looks like they're reporting a little bit of fog. Can, can you see the the dock from the from the, oh, yeah. from the yeah, well, restaurant there? <laughs> right, it's uh, yeah, I can. It's uh, in fact, it's not foggy over the water; it's foggy over land. Yeah, I've seen that happen. Sometimes it's over the yeah. water and not over the land, and vice versa. 
But Kirk, it won't well, last long. Last We're question. Get a little win. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, last question on ducks. We had a full moon. Uh, I got some people sent me some pictures, some birds starting to fly in. Have y'all seen it? I know you got your eyes to the sky when you're running out there to the fishing spots. Yeah, yesterday we saw some birds showing up. We haven't been seeing much. Uh, gray ducks, uh, a few pintail. I uh, still seeing some blue wings around. You know, we've been seeing blue wings trickle through, but uh, and saw some pintail. So there's some ducks starting to show up. Gotcha. All right. Well, I, actually, I, I did have one other question I wanted to ask you. Okay. I'm sure you've had Daryl's poor boys before. Oh yeah. <laughs> Who well, hadn't? I, I, well, I had until I stopped there this week, and I tell you what, it'd be hard for me to pass that place up again, man. That roast beef oh. with that jalapeno mayo. Ooh, oh, and that that is some, that is some good stuff right there. Yeah, there on it's right there off two ten. Uh, yeah, on the south yeah. side of two ten at Ryan Street. Yeah, it's a great place. Yeah. Yes, it is. Well, uh, Kirk, if you would, give us the information. You know, first of all, how do they find that, that live camera that's on the cleaning table that they can watch what comes in and then give us your website and phone number if somebody wants to get yeah. a hold of you and do some casting and blasting or casting and blasting? Yeah, go to our website to see the webcam. It's Hackberry Rod and Gun. You spell out the word and, dot com, uh, and just log in to uh, the camera, and it you know it shows what we call the brag cam. That's where we dump the fish to take the picture. Then the other camera that shows the dock, and you kind of see what the weather's doing. And then uh, we have a toll-free number. It's 888-762-3391. All the modern technology needed to operate a, a great uh, marina. <laughs> well, Kirk, y'all yeah, trying to have uh, fun today. Oh, we're going to have fun. I have fun already. Talking to you. <laughs> yes, indeed. It has been fun. Well, hope to see you soon. Go catch them, and we'll catch up with you next time. Okay, Don. You have a good one. Thank you. All righty. Captain Kirk, uh, boldly goes where no man's gone before sometimes. All right. Uh, here's a text comes in about fishing in Calcasieu. His go-to for flounder. All right. Y'all write this down. Here it is. Shrimp Creole tipped with shrimp. Now, that's not the dish that from the restaurant shrimp creole that is a color of a plastic and then you tip it with the real thing and that's the go-to for the flounders also we have a thanks to mitch and the folks at delta marina if you're fishing the highway 23 visit the marina and restaurant they got tackle supplies great food and lodging yeah they got it all there thank you lafayette yak i heard you were down there and we got some comments about you from captain eric we'll get to that right after this on the outdoors with don dubuque radio network and uh, when I talk to Captain Darrell Carpenter, I feel like I'm a construction foreman asking for a report on the rebuilding of Grand Isle. And Darrell joins us now week to week, keeping us up to date on the comeback from down there. And Darrell, if you would, uh, maybe start up at Golden Meadow, work down Leeville, Fouchon, and finally Grand Isle, and tell us about the progress, what may be open, what facilities might be there for people that want to come down. Uh, let's see, Don. Uh, the problem with working on these storm contracts and trying to rebuild this island is it's seven to seven, daylight to dark, or uh, seven days a week, daylight to dark. Um, but I did have a chance to get my tides, or, or the what's the old uh, oh, Topwater Marina, I think that was the last name of it. It appears their boat ramps are open. Um, I saw people going in and out, so that looks like uh, I don't think anything else survived, but the boat ramps are there. Uh, I think the Boudreaux's Motel in Leeville, I think that boat ramp is open and ready to go. Um, the 
Fusal Public Launch is open, and I think that's about it. They're they're encouraging people still to stay away from the Grand Isle area. There's still just too much construction work going on. Um, <clears throat> power on the island is coming back slowly but surely. They've had multiple setbacks. Uh, keep running out of equipment. You know, this global supply chain shortage we're having, they run out of poles, they run out of transformers. Um, there's They built a substation in the wrong place, so they understand they're having to at least tear part of it down and move it. Um, water, we have no idea of running water. Um, can't get an answer on it. The water employees just shrug, shrug their shoulders. Uh, uh, Ricky Templet's office gives you weak old information. Um, just don't know running water. The the part of the island that does have it, they've turned it on twenty four seven now. Multiple leaks everywhere. We've been turning off water meters all week long. Um, they say they'll leave it on as long as as long as they're making progress on being able to keep pressure. Um, as far as the fishing goes, we've seen more people on the water. Have seen boats periodically here and there hitting hitting some of the close in spots. Uh, as far as I can tell by the lights here at the, here at the house, now that we got electricity, um, plenty plenty of bait in the water. We've got, I mean, uh, on these tides we're seeing shrimp everywhere. We're seeing speckled trout chasing them. I'm seeing speckled trout in my boat ramp, which uh, I guess it's a product of no no activity, no traffic, but. I mean, I'm seeing trout in places where I've never seen trout before. So I can only imagine, you know, somebody that goes out there and puts around, takes it easy, and hits some of those spots on these good weather, good tide days. It, it's just, it's got to be just a bonanza going on out there. Well, Dell, if you could, where would you say is the line where the power ends and the, and the good <clears throat> water supply ends going down Highway 1? Is it at Leeville or up from Leeville? Oh, no, no, no. This is strictly a Grand Isle problem. Leeville and Lafouche Parish, they have running water. Uh, they, heck, they, Lafouche Parish has got running water all the way up to uh, Elmer's Island. Uh, I don't know what the political or any other implications are would be of us tapping into that water system. Um, you know, there. One of the one of the employees was explaining to me the other day. I know personally, I've seen three or four fire hydrants that have just been docked off of their base. And one of them was explaining to me that when they installed those fire hydrants on Grand Isle, they did not put disconnects, uh, valve disconnects on those fire hydrants. So it's something as simple as street by street, as they get ready to turn water on, some of these fire hydrants are still buried under three feet of sand. Um, they don't, you know, they, they don't know that it'll hold pressure because they haven't been able to find all of these things. Uh, we had to bring in an excavator. To, to find a water meter of one of the camps that was flooding Highway 1 the other day. From Cherry Lane to the east end of the island is where they have 24-7 running water right now. Uh, we were told that with the weekend coming, if too many people showed up, started trying to pressure wash things, that type of stuff, they were going to turn it off. Um, mm. But that's, I mean, we can only go by rumor because, uh, heck, Don, you as somebody in the press could probably get more answers than I can because you ask about water and it's like you're asking about the plague. You know, they just run from you. Mm. Yeah, sounds like Grand Isle still got a ways to go. Fushan, do they have water uh, at Fushan, but I guess they really don't have any infrastructure there. There is water in Fushan, but uh, just about, well, the, the only thing they have in Fushan is the public ramp. So, no, there's no infrastructure there. Uh, the old truck stop was 
demolished. I mean, it's not even there anymore. So um, Moran's is open on a limited basis. Uh, last I saw, they had moved they had moved some of the store items to a temporary building downstairs. So uh, there is that. I mean, I would tell you if you look, the fish has got to be going crazy from what I'm seeing. But I would plan on if you're coming down, bring everything you need. Um, I mean, a, a bag of ice down here right now is costing six dollars if you if you got to buy it from the store. So. Um, yeah, bring everything you need and just know that you're going to be – bring extra spare tires because there's still debris. With all this debris moving stuff, they're moving around. Uh, these trucks are spilling stuff every now and then. So, um, you know, just bring it all. Uh, I, I can tell you, get back to fishing. It's what we do. I mean, it's God. It's what I want to do so bad. But uh, be prepared. Yes, sir. All right, thanks for those good extensive reports. We appreciate it. You're right there in the eye of the storm and – Glad to have you there updating us week to week on, on the progress, as slow as it may be. Thanks, Darrell. We appreciate it, and we will talk with you again next week. Thank you, Don. All right, Darrell Carpenter, realscreamers.com, and uh, maybe we need to get Chris Moran on next week and get a full update on Fushan as these areas are coming back. All right, when we do come back, we're going to talk about a young guy from Louisiana. Same name as the town he was born and lives in. He's got a big fishing honor to talk about. we got a bad boy brought to justice. He was out there uh, bootlegging turtles. <laughs> we got more fishing reports, recapped of the Fall and Tide Tournament with Captain Eric, and a whole lot more. Your text message is 504-260-1870. Back after this. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
And welcome into the second half of the program. Glad to have you with us this morning. Uh, please don't forget to use that text line. It's 504-260-1870. We love to hear from our listeners. Tell us who you are, where you are, what you got going on. Got a question, comment? All is welcome. 504-260-1870. Got lots more fishing reports coming up. Uh, Captain Mike Gallo is going to join us. Eric Mohabarak, Ryan Lambert. We'll get some reports on their perspective areas. Also wanted to pass this along to you, some information. We mentioned this a while back, but I haven't really heard a whole lot more about it. We have a contest going on for deer hunters and taxidermists. The deer hunters can win a $1,000 gift certificate and the taxidermists $500 gift certificate. And what you need to do is submit samples from a mature buck that you take during this deer season. Those samples will be tested for chronic wasting disease, and the prizes are made possible by the South Louisiana branch of the National Deer Association. The drawings, which is going to be a drawing from all the entries, March 18th will be the date for that. Uh, You're asked to contact your local field office to submit the sample, and there's some basic information you need to know. The GPS location, where it was taken, that's very important. The deer head has to be removed five inches below the ear. And you can cape it, you know, the antler, skull cap, you can remove that if you plan on getting it mounted in any way, shape, or form, especially the taxidermists that participate. But do not freeze it. Uh, Refrigerate it, put on ice, get it there to your local field office, and it will be entered into the contest. This is all an effort to use what we call citizen scientists, get you involved in, in researching and finding out more about this really devastating disease. So far, Louisiana has been very fortunate. We have not had a case of chronic wasting disease. Uh, some of our neighboring states are not so so lucky because once it gets in, it's very difficult to get out. It's devastating. It's, it's fatal to the deer. And you can't examine a deer. You can't definitely uh, prove that it has CWD unless the animal is dead. So uh, they're asking you to participate. Again, if you go to the Wildlife and Fisheries website, uh, just look for CWD contest, and all those details I just mentioned are there for you. Something else the department put out in regard to Hurricane Ida, the storm devastated a lot of high fence areas, uh, these high fence ranches and farms where exotic animals are, are pen-raised. Uh, they can be legally taken by any properly licensed hunters if they get out on the loose and they're in either a public area or another private area. That could be a, an axis deer, a black buck, a red deer. Any of those exotics uh, can be taken. So you might have a little bit of a bonus there. Uh, there's no repercussions for doing that if it uh, has escaped from one of the high-fenced areas. All right, also a little tip for you squirrel hunters. Uh, it's been open now since the beginning of October. Uh, seeing more squirrels on the ground, that's where a lot of the food is. You know, a lot of the mass crop, which is includes, you know, the pine cones, the acorns, all the berries and things, that has all been knocked down from high winds from Hurricane Ida. A lot of their food sources that normally they would find up in the trees are on the ground, which generally happens late in the season. But uh, because of the situation with Ida, that could be going on right now. So be on the lookout for that. All right, we got a fisherman going to Shell Beach, and he's feeling optimistic. You should be after Robbie's report. Uh, set your sights on speckled trout. No monsters, no trophy, maybe, but lots of white trout and specks are mixed in there. We had a great report. All right, we have someone say, "What a great time to be in the uh, time of year to be in the outdoors." I agree. He says the fishing is awesome. The hunting season's here. Recovering from the storm, 
and a great day to be out in Louisiana in the fall. So that's from one of our friends in Thibodeau. i got some more to tell you about Thibodeau a little bit later on. But we come back from this break. It's time for our Born on the Bayou report. Captain Mike Gallo, it's a presentation of CETO. His report on Lake Pontchartrain, Lake Catherine, Lake Bourne, Biloxi Marsh, Nine Mile Point, a lot of different areas. We'll be back to get his full report right after this time out on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Born on Bayou Report with Captain Mike Gallo of AAofLA.com is a presentation of CETO, $179 for a whole year's membership. Get you unlimited fuel drops, tow-ins 24-7, jump start those electrical problems, whatever it takes. Get you back safe. It's like having a AAA policy on the water. It's peace of mind for you and your loved ones. Just a call away, Captain Chris, 504-301-4545, or click to CETO.com. I have talked to a lot of people who have been rescued by CETO and uh, so very grateful. In fact, if you have had any experiences being towed in by CETO, send me a text, 504 504- Two six zero one eight seventy. Want to hear your rescue experience? Let's talk to Captain Mike. He's been out there fishing hard in his area. And Mike, I know we had a little problem with winds early in the week, but boy, it really got nice yesterday, and today's looking good too. How's the fishing? What can you tell the, the anglers who are headed out? I know your table has been uh, slimed up pretty good too. <laughs> well, Don, it's 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 like Kirk said. It's October, and there are, there are fish in many many locations. I was thinking on my on my drive into the lodge this morning that you could break this last week down into three parts. Two days earlier in the week, you know, Sunday, Monday, we're a little on the breezy side. And Tuesday was not too not quite as breezy. Then Wednesday, Thursday, we had rain. And then Friday and today, we have great conditions. In all three of those different conditions, I made it out, was able to get trips in. And early in the week with the high winds, I was doing that whole hopping pattern again. I was in bayous, and wherever a bayou intersects another bayou or that bayou makes a hard turn, there's going to be a deep washout. And you find those bayous with some shells on the bottom and you fish those deep holes. Generally, if you fish at 15 minutes and you don't catch anything, time to move on. But also, within 15 minutes, if there's fish there, you should start to get them to bite. We've been fishing live shrimp on a drop shot. If we find the fish and we get them biting pretty good, we try to switch one of the clients over to plastic. It makes our shrimp last longer, and we can catch more fish that way. So that was our pattern through midweek, you know, when it was windy earlier in the week, and then with the rain in the latter, the midsection of the week, we did that pattern yesterday and today we'll probably be out in Lake Bourne itself fishing the deep passes in and out of Lake Bourne. And it seems that all of them have trout. Wrigley's Pass, Unknown Pass, uh, Bayou Thomas. I have not fished Chef Pass, but Bayou Thomas, Bayou Bienvenue, down by the castle, all of those big passes with water leading in and out of the lake with the tide course this morning we should have a falling tide so the water should be moving out of or into the lake coming out of the marsh and that's been our pattern and it's been very successful some areas your ratio of speckled trout to white trout is better than other areas Um, there are a lot of smaller fish out there you just got to weed through them Uh, we've been averaging anywhere from 40 to 60 fish a day 
I just got to stick and move. And like I say, when you find what you're looking for, stick it out as long as you need to. Yeah, you're right about that tide uh, showing the uh, I-10 bridge in Slidell. The low tide's going to be at 3 p.m., and it has been falling since 4 o'clock this morning. So you pretty much got an all-morning and early afternoon falling tide, which is perfect for those uh, instructions you described. Mike, you know, back for the last 40, 50 years, uh, there's a phenomenon that happens there in Lake Pontchartrain. They call it the World Series trout because first week in October, which traditionally was a World Series time, those bigger trout started coming in the lake uh, due to salinity changes, following the bait, water temperatures, a lot of reasons for it. Seems like over the last decade or so, it's gotten later and later. And it's not because they got more playoffs now and the World Series has moved later. It just coincidentally has been happening later. Uh, in some years, it hasn't happened hardly at all. What are you? What is your feeling about this year for the, what people call World Series speckle trout? Well, um, we did not have a spillway opening, and that's going to greatly help. And we did catch some real nice trout in the two to four pound range in the spring. We didn't have a spillway open, and I feel like those fish that we didn't catch will make their way back into the lake. I've heard of a few fish being caught at the bridges, but not enough for me to target as of yet. Um, but I, I certainly feel they'll be in there this year. Uh, in, in this week, we've had two fish caught that were three pounds in Lake Bourne. So as we get deeper into October, generally the fish seem to get bigger. Uh, so I firmly believe they'll be in, in the uh, on the bridges in Lake Pontchartrain very soon. The last time I remember catching some really nice sized trout in Lake uh, in Lake Pontchartrain at the bridges was 2016, and it was first week of uh, November. Uh, we had a good trip in there with some five and six pound fish. It's not an often thing. It lasted for about a week. Uh, and then it seemed to fade away. I don't know if we caught them all or they just move on and, and we're no longer able to target them. Well, let's hope we see that again soon. It's been five years since then. Uh, but now I did hear from Kenny Krieger, and, of course, the default species, the sheephead, are thick at those bridges. They're usually you can count on them. So it's not really a totally wasted trip if you're looking to put some, some meat in the boat. There's always a few reds mixed in there. And this is also a good time to catch flounders at that bridge, too. Correct. Uh, I did have two boats go out this week and sort of split their time between trout fishing first thing in the morning and then they moved to the bridges, and they came back with 20 and 30 sheephead apiece. A few redfish mixed in. I did see a couple of flounder and a couple of redfish. So the sheephead are very thick at the bridges right now. That's a, that's a very good eating fish if you'll take the time to clean it. There's YouTube videos on how to clean them. It's really simple. Um, you just got to be kind of careful because they got a lot of spines. It's kind of like dealing with a porcupine. Yep, and it's the most underrated saltwater fish there is. I know uh, old Sheriff Harry Lee, it was his favorite. He used to use bacon grease and ginger and put them on the half shell on the grill and eat them like that. I often just cut the head off. You leave the skin and the scales on, wrap them in cheesecloth, and you can boil them in crab boil and make some excellent mock crab meat. Sometimes it tastes better than a crab. So they're, they're very versatile fish, and they fight hard for kids. I mean, we just don't don't target them enough, I don't feel. Yes, they are. They have saved many trips for me over the years when we had rough weather and maybe somebody drove 
you know, I might have people drive from Kentucky or somewhere to come fishing, and the forecast is off a little bit, and you can't get to the marsh to go catch redfish. It's been a very good alternative species for me to save some trips that we normally couldn't make. So you're right. Yeah, and Captain Kenny Krieger is the sheephead uh, guru. He's an expert. Some people say he's been catching them so long he looks like one, but that's mean. No, that's not true. <laughs> good old Kenny. I'll, I'll leave that alone. Yeah, I got you. All right, Mike, if somebody wants to get you and not leave you alone and they're begging you to go fishing with them, tell them how to get you. Well, I'll I'll certainly tell. I do want to tell I have been towed in twice by sea tow, once in my boat with a dead battery and once when I was fishing on a client's boat that had engine problems. And I spoke to the sea tow people last night, and they would like me to announce to your listeners, your listeners, get 14 months for the price of 12 so that's 179 dollars will get you 14 months of unlimited coverage peace of mind from Cito new orleans when you log on or call you have to use the code fish 2021 and that's all one word so how about that don we got a special just for your listeners I love that. All right, Fish2021, get the 14-month package. It might just be those months when you need them, too. You never know when you're going to need them. Mike, thanks for the report. We appreciate it. We will see you next week, my friend. All righty, Don. We'll talk to you then. All right, there he goes. Born on the bayous, Captain Mike Gallo. All right, coming up next, we've been waiting for this report from Captain Eric Mohabarak. He was at the Fallen Tide Tournament, a big kayak tournament down at Delta Marina in Plaquemines Parish last weekend. He has the winner. He'll announce it coming up next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Fishing Club Paddler's Report is a presentation of Massey's Outfitters, Mid-City, New Orleans, Baton Rouge, and Covington. You're going to find the best kayak fishing models. But uh, uh, with all these shortages, Eric, are any shortages on kayaks, or are they pretty readily available? Well, I know that the factories are catching up to them, and this is all the models, not just the Hobies. But everybody's, uh, you know, kind of behind with the pandemic and stuff. Um, but they are catching up. It's a slow process. So you may not get one right away that you're looking for specifically, um, but you can order them and put them on, on basically, a, a, you know, just order them before they come in, like a layaway type thing. Uh, I think it's 20% down. Don't quote me on that. Um, but you, you can get a hold of them. It's just that it's limited supplies. You know, with, what's been going on, just like everything else, even like with the yeah, fishing well, tackle don't and let stuff, go Right. Don't let go of your kayak until you're sure you got the new one in. That's for sure. You'll be caught in the middle. Listen, Eric, if you would, yeah. give us the recap on the Fallen Tide. It was a it was a tough tournament, you know, because of the weather conditions, but it sounded like people caught fish. What happened? Yeah, plenty of fish was caught, you know, and uh, when that weather's like that, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a tough time. You know, we had a great time down at the Delta Marina and, and tore it up, uh, definitely for sure. They, uh, but anyway, and, and then, you know, all the heavy hitters was out there, and, and, and the winner ended up being, uh, you know, it was girl power on her side that day. A lady named Pam Worth from, um, I think it's Lauderdale, Florida. I'm not sure on the location of where she stays at. But um, I met her the night before, and uh, she had been down here for, I believe, four days pre-fishing with a friend of hers, Joe. And um, she ended up taking the whole caboodle, uh, Don. 
she uh, whooped up on all Louisiana boys, all Louisiana girls, and everybody <laughs> in the middle of the line. Uh, she caught a beautiful flounder. I think it was uh, a little bit over 17 inches, a really good redfish, a nice trout, and uh, ended up taking the, the whole the whole first place uh, slam division. Not only did she take the first place slam division, but she was a senior. She's 66 years old, so she took the seniors division, and she took the ladies division. So uh, she came here and put a spanking on us, uh, you know, Cajuns down here for sure. She most probably went home with about 10, 10 grand or better, I'd say, by the time it's all said and done with. And then um, she's also going on a great trip to fish the Hobie Whirls. I don't think it's been announced yet, or I just haven't heard. But um, that's a, it's that's an incredible thing. It's where they pick a you, know, you earn your spot to, to get there and travel around the world. It's been in, I believe, Japan and Switzerland and Australia and here in here in Leeville, Louisiana. It's been in Texas, but uh, a great, great thing going on. But uh, big congratulations to her. She definitely uh, put her work into it. I do know that she was using those uh, striker jigs to catch them because I've seen them on her rods. <laughs> uh, I went and bought them all, too, by the way. So you worry about that. Well, you got to be careful. Some, some of those anglers will tie on a, a decoy. You know, they'll catch the fish yeah. on one, but before they come back to the dock, they put a decoy on there. But I'm sure that was what she was using. Yeah. Do you remember, by chance, yeah. what the measurement was? You know, it was the total length of a redfish, a speck, and a flounder. you remember what her total length was? I sure do not remember the length. Uh, maybe I can find that out and send it to you. Um, I, I know it was well over 100 inches. Um, I, I think, like, I I, they were coming in at 100 and something. I just don't remember offhand, Don. Uh, yeah. It's been a week well, since that happened. You know, we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. You know. All right. So we had uh, Matt Dearman took second place. Honorable mention. What is this Dogri Award? What is that? Well, that's a Dogri Award. Uh, Tyler Cadwall, one of the board members, held it last time. It's kind of something that's passed amongst the crowd, and it's actually kind of an honor, and uh, kind of, kind of, you know, uh, brings light to some something you've done. That we've all had moments, you know, that we've done things like falling out of a boat or, you know, getting stuck in the mud or, you know, getting the truck in the ditch or something like that. So we, uh, the club members kind of put a vote out there and pick out someone who deserves the Dogri Award. Well, then the more girl power kicked in, April DeBrock got it. Uh, the way she got it, it was it wasn't that big of a deal, but she forgot she had caught a beautiful, perfect redfish. Most probably would have took uh, first place in the ladies' division redfish, but she forgot to put her numbers for the photo catch release thing on it. But uh, don't count her out now, Darren. She's a serious fishing lady. She is the first lady to qualify for the Hobie's Bayou Coast Kayak Championship. So, and she puts her heart into it. I will give her that. She does get out there and do her work. Well, congratulations to him. We'll be looking forward to that name, April Dubrock. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah. the Lafayette Yakka showed up down there. What Was he He was he fishing or was he doing official tasting, uh, quality control well, on Boudin? What? You know, you know, Darren, I think he was more of the quality quality uh, control on the boot amp, but, you know, somehow another of Jameson's I had done it ended up disappearing when he showed up. I just don't understand what happened, but then, then I heard he went to somebody else's, and, 
and they had something left. I just didn't understand what happened with that. Where's my boot at? That's all I want well, to know. Well, he's a, he's, a he's a good person to judge, and uh, you can't beat that Jameson's boot at, that's for sure. Yeah, I can personally man. attest to that. So uh, yeah, fishing's for good sure. for the down there, I guess, from the results. I mean, even with yeah. the, the weather conditions we had last week, it looks like it went off okay. Yeah, darn, you know, 30-mile-an-hour winds and people caught fish. Uh, I know the last yeah. few days we've been knocking them out. They've been catching uh, some good trout down around Yellow Cotton, uh, uh, also out of Joshua's, uh, the, the, the marina uh, south from Delta. Um, Myrtle Grove has been producing a few, too, also. Uh, the, the fish, you know, it's just that time of year. Like, see this next front coming in? It's just gonna, it's just gonna set them off incredibly, you know. Um, you're gonna have to find your clear water because you know we got those fronts coming in. Um, my, my theory is, uh, wait three days after the front, you know, like the front comes through, leave it blow today to front, and then count three days, and then go out on on that fourth day. And usually things have calmed down and the water's clear and 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 you know the fish are just hungry, hungry, hungry. And it's uh, it's one of my favorite times of year to fish actually. Yeah, everyone's. Well, if somebody wants to pick a time to fish with you and uh, maybe get some, bring along some Jameson's boudin, tell them how to get a hold of you. Oh. Well, that's easy, Darren. Uh, you can get in touch with me through your website, Don Dubuque the Outdoors Guy, or you can look me up on Facebook, the Louisiana Kayak Company, or Instagram, same thing, Louisiana Kayak Company, or just give me a call, Darren, 504-313-8292. Sounds good, Cap Merrick. See you next time, my friend. All right, Don. Have a great day. All righty. That is Captain Eric Mohabarak, and next week we'll be talking to Brendan Bayard. They alternate the reports for the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club brought to you by Massey's Outfitters. All right, we come back after this. So, yeah, it's bad boy time. A turtle launderer caught, nailed, sentenced. We'll tell you his story coming back next on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Asking about listeners who have used CETO and had to be towed in, here's one says maybe 25 years ago, I think before they had memberships, had to call from south of Ship Island. Insanely expensive, probably 10 years worth of membership fees by the membership. Yeah, I'll tell you, I've heard people who have had to have low, long tow-ins, even close ones, and that number can run into the four digits when you have to pay to get towed in and you've got no other alternative. Uh, here's one from Jason, my barber, saying good morning. He's been towed in twice because of engine problems. Sea tow is a must-have, according to him. So there it is, verification. And, you know, if you're thinking about getting an early Christmas gift for someone that has a, a boat owner, uh, right now, as Mike said, if you put in that FISH2021 uh, discount code, you can get 14 months for the price of 12. All right, I got more text messages. We'll get to those shortly. But first, we got to pause 10 seconds for our local stations to identify. And when we come back, it's bad boy time right here on the outdoors with Don Dubuque. Ray- From approximately April of 2017 to April of 2019, Florida resident Michael Van Nostrand, his company, Strictly Reptiles, Inc., and others established a network of collectors who searched the Florida wilds for certain freshwater turtles. According to federal law, the collectors captured the protected turtles, turned them over to Van Nostrand. Then, to make it appear to customers that he and his company had legitimately obtained the turtles, it's alleged that Van Nostrand falsely labeled the turtles as having been bred in captivity. It's also alleged that Van Nostrand's co-conspirators, those collectors, represented in federal export disclosure documents that the turtles were captive bred 
rather than while caught, which was a lie. According to prosecutors Van Nostrand, Strictly Reptiles and their co-conspirators trafficked hundreds of illegally taken Florida turtles for profit, including the main species, Florida three-striped mud turtles. Strictly Reptiles, Inc., if convicted, faces a criminal fine of at least $500,000, and if convicted, facing up to five years in prison, plus supervised release and a fine of at least $250,000, is 54-year-old Michael Van Nostrand of Davie, Florida, our bad boy of the outdoors. Whew, that's some expensive soup, yeah. All right, we come back after this. Ryan Lambert joins us. We'll get a fishing report from our plastic man right after this timeout. Skies after a little fog. We got a pretty good tide range and a low Mississippi River. Sounds like the stage is set for our plastic man down the river. Our Captain Ryan Lambert of Cajun Fishing Adventures. Ryan, you got a formula for success this morning? <laughs> I'm fly fishing. Yeah, find a bunch of fish and say, <laughs> 10 o'clock, 35 feet. Get them, boys. <laughs> and that's what I got today. But uh, it's been a crazy few weeks for me. I think I've caught about every species they got except for marlin in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, <laughs> big tuna you caught with uh, with old Captain Marty there. Nice-looking big tuna, man. man I swore I didn't want to catch any more of those things. That's too much work. I'd just soon pay my money and buy it. Uh, she was laughing. She said, you been, your heart rate never came up. What, I, how can you do that? I don't know. I just bite them. <laughs> but, uh, we, me and the boys went out and caught, caught our limited cobias this week, one evening, too. We left here about one thirty, two o'clock in the evening, went out there, whacked out 10 cobias, and come on back. I said, man. Wow, is that is, that's unusual. Those are, those are some of the last of the Mohicans. They're probably getting ready to move to the east. That's strange. They're still around. They're still around, man. They was get a hit and forward come up with them and we'd just whack them all on plastic again that was great it was uh, it was fun but, uh, some of the boys had up to 40 trout and 10 reds yesterday most of them had the limiter reds i fly fished again yesterday um i think i saw 36 nice nice keepers you know nice big fish they were i guess 20 of them was probably 20 pounds or so so it was a, should have been a great fly fishing day, but that full moon had them where they'd run up to the fly and move off of it. Just crazy stuff, but they had a good time. You know, I'm just hoping that these trout will start really hanging up. I mean, the river's going to stay low. You know, it's four foot now, which is usually the, the break point where, where the trout won't come in the river, but it's not dirty. It's a different, it didn't get a, a, a surge with a lot of sediment. It's just staying right there. So it's real pretty and clean. <clears throat> and uh, I still got those white trout down the river if all else fails because, I mean, it's, I've been on them three times. So I fished three hours and caught 300, so they're thick. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I went with Jeff and them, and we caught bass this week. I went with Jeff and Todd, and we smacked uh, a few bass. Jeff caught most of those. He showed us why we're not bass fishermen. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's been good. So many different species, I tell you. It's just... This is paradise at least, buddy. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, you've had a workout on all the different species. So how successful was the fly fishing? Was your angler uh, well-skilled and able to cast a fly? Yeah, and... yeah they were. But they were, but the, the, there was a lot of refusal yesterday. They come running right up to it and turn off right before they open their mouth. You know, I think the full moon had them like that. But 
But I got some, some secret flies in my pocket today. So if they refuse these, well, they just not catch them. Well, we got to get the bow and arrow on them. <laughs> well, don't, don't, yeah, well, don't give it away. We want it to remain a secret. Speaking of full moon, must have brought a few birds down, huh? Well, it's kind of a funny thing. You know what? I, I fished Venice all day with Ty and them. The other day I saw seven teal and a few squealers. Now, mm. my least, I got a bunch of ducks. Further up, there's a bunch of ducks. But Venice doesn't have ducks, buddy. I mean, it's bad. That's the second time I've been yeah. down there, and I haven't seen ducks yet. So, mm. yeah, it's bad. There's no food. I mean, they had nine foot of water down there. And uh, this could be a tough, it's going to be a bad season in Venice, I would think. Yeah. Damn, well, a lot of people all, all over the state are Morgan City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the way to Morgan City should be, you know, from Morgan City West, they ought to have a great season, but everything to the east is not going to be good. So we'll yeah, just well, see what it brings us, you know? Yeah, well, you hunt the fronts, you know, and even though they're not going to stay and stick around, they, they still will be arriving and. There's a lot of concern about the, the upcoming waterfowl season by hunters all over. But, yeah, the guys over there like Captain Kirk sitting over there near Calcasieu with Lafayette and areas west uh, should be in the catbird seat because they really haven't had a whole oh, lot they of really should. vegetation damage. They really, really should have. Now, i got tons of pintails, gadwalls, and blue wings in right now. I mean, great numbers, but they're just in spots because of the, the you know, the, the storms, what the storm did, so... We just we just have to come play it out, you know. It's gonna be blowing thirty Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It's gonna be a really big blow coming on us, so that's gonna bring some more birds as well. So we got yeah, not Mar- that far away. Monday, Tuesday, yeah, Monday and Tuesday ought to be real nice. So I'm uh, I might go try to hit those snappers one more time before the blow comes. Yeah, bring your fly rod out there. That's fun to catch snappers on <laughs> fly rod. Yeah, if you could get them up here, I bet you it would be. But these are hundred and something foot deep, so it's kind of difficult. But I, I'll bring my jig and spoons. I'll catch you on that. So, <laughs> all right, sounds like there. you're having fun down there. Somebody wants to join you, fun? Uh, check you out on my website, Cajun Fishing Adventures site. Give the telephone number. They can just give you a call. Oh yeah, they can just go, go to five zero four five five nine fifty one eleven, and we'd be happy to. Fix them up. It's a it's a busy season, though. We're gonna be busy. How's the cleanup coming down there in Luling? Luling, it's getting there. You know, just ninety percent of the houses need new roofs, and twenty five percent need to be gutted, and some need to be torn down. It's, it's worst thing I ever seen happen in Luling. I can promise you that. I've been there six yeah, years. Yeah, I passed through. I passed through there this week, boy. I mean, it's been a while, but boy, there's still a lot of debris and stuff, and you can see that oh. those trees. I mean, some big trees went down. You know. Oh, I had 363 on the golf course alone down. It's incredible. Ouch. Incredible. All big trees, too. So there's a lot of work left to do, but we're getting it done, buddy. Sounds good. Okay, Captain Ryan, we'll catch up with you next week. All right, buddy. We'll see you soon. All right, Captain Ryan Lambert, Cajun Fishing Adventures. Yeah, well, he caught a huge tuna fishing down there with uh, Martha Spencer. Out of Venice. All right, we come back after this. I'm going to wrap it up with some of your text messages coming in. And also, we're going to congratulate a young bass fisherman. We'll tell you his story right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. 
And this story comes to us out of Decatur, Alabama. Talented high school fishermen from across the country gathered for the first Abu Garcia Bassmaster High School Combine. They did it on Wheeler Lake in Decatur. It was a weekend combining skills, challenges, and recruiting visits in hopes of reeling in college fishing offers. After three challenges of casting distance, knot tying, and casting accuracy, the Combine's overall points winner was... Levi Thibodeau from Thibodeau, Louisiana. Congratulations to Levi. And, yes, it's a wonderful thing. Uh, uh, in addition to football, baseball, basketball, wrestling, soccer, all the high school athletic sports, we now have high school fishing in many, many high schools in many states. And it goes for the college. Uh, they offer scholarships to fish on a collegiate level, too. So hopefully Levi will be able to continue his pursuit of uh bass fishing, maybe even in the professional ranks. All right, uh, got a text picture in from my hunting buddy Rick up at the old six in Bogalusa. Guess what? He's got two big double patty sausage pigs in his trap. He's got one of these uh, cameras that alerts you. It sends you a picture of what's in your trap to your cell phone. So while you're laying in bed, you can see what your trap's doing. Congratulations. Uh, get the bacon and the sausage going. All right. Um, also, we talked about concern about this upcoming waterfowl season. You know, we've had some pretty rough seasons in Louisiana. we got a few spots like down the river, Venice, Ryan Lambert's place that generally is very good every year. But a lot of the state is really hurting places that always held traditional waterfowl populations. And text comes in, says, any word on the candidates for the state waterfowl leader of our state since Larry Reynolds has moved on to a different position or is this being selected by the lobbyists of the industry? We have a huge crisis with our duck hunting, and it's if nobody really cares or worried about speaking about the situation. Thanks. Uh, I can tell you I thought that the new waterfowl study leader was Paul Link, and um, it turns out it is not Paul Link. The new waterfowl study leader, according to Wildlife and Fisheries, when I had to press them to find out, they used to make announcements like that, and now you got to dig for things. Jason Olsack is now the new waterfowl study leader, and we'll see if there's any change in recognizing what I have identified. Louisiana and other southern states are in a crisis as far as waterfowl. In fact, our Department of Wildlife and Fisheries has several crises going on. Uh, I think Turkey is another one in a crisis stage and several others in Unfortunately, uh, I think our, our department, with a few exceptions, really needs to be reworked and remanned. All right, here's uh, some more text messages coming in. Sorry if I can't get there. I've got too many here to catch them all. Uh, one is a memory. A pawpaw rowing the cypress skiff down the lake shore with mirror lures between the oaks and Bayou Nick. He loved those foggy days of sidewinders and bingo. That's uh, You remembered it as a big kid. And, uh, yeah, that's how memories are made. That is uh, Big Mike on historic Bayou Liberty. All right, we also have uh, someone taking a break from Lafitte, going up to Denham Springs for the softball tournament. Uh, Go Bella and the Farm System Prospects. Uh, We have the U.S. Army National Guard. They've been working down in Lafitte. They said, we can't thank you enough for what you all have done to help the hometown. Anyone helps to wants to salute them goodbye. They're lining up under the bridge by that Rosethorn Park around 11 a.m. Thanks again, U.S. National, Army National Guard. All right, uh, trout biting in Lake Pontchartrain on the eelgrass flights on fi- <laughs> flats on Cockahoe, salt and pepper. That's a good report. Go get them. They caught about 90 with around 200 throwbacks. 
White Sparkle Beetles and Berkeley Rattle Shrimp. That was from the Weeks Bay Vermilion area by a Tulsa, Oklahoma listener. Thank you for listening. Glad to have you with us. We got somebody loading up rabbit dogs. They're going to go hunting in the favorite spots, and uh, tomorrow they'll be running the pack of beagles. So there it is. That's the picture. Happy Saturday. We'll see you next week with another two-hour journey to the great outdoors on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.